I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Oh, well, you know, the Hellraiser franchise just keeps going, doesn't it? It's like the Inner Desert Bunny. Yep, it just keeps it is. going and going and going. And I'm wondering who's asking for it. I have no I idea. I really am. <laughs> I mean... That is not to say I did not enjoy Hellraiser Hell World, <laughs> because there are many things to enjoy about this fine motion picture achievement. A, a cinematic, yes, achievement in uh, excellence, excellence, really, and, <laughs> and blood and guts and uh, severed heads and and uh, odd accents. It's like it's very seems like strange. Most of the cast is. British, but the, some of them are attempting an uh, American accent, and then some aren't. Uh huh. And then like yeah. Henry's kind of comes and goes some, for sure. It, like yeah, <laughs> it ebbs and flows. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of just it's odd because they'll be like, yeah, this is the greatest party of all time. I yeah. really cannot wait to go. <laughs> and then it's like, hey, we should really leave this party. Leave the party now, please. Come on, <laughs> let's go. And you're like, what the fuck is this accent? <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> Have they been possessed by the Cenobites? Like, it what's what's going be. on? I don't yeah. know. It's uh, confusing. This was definitely, I feel like this was only shot in the UK for, like, some tax break concern. I read it was shot something. in Romania, one of those. Romania? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> but I think the situation was, for some reason, they had to do two films in the same year for, oh, I don't know, rights reasons or tax reasons or something. Oh. So that's why they ended up releasing this one and whatever the sixth, what's the sixth one? Debtor? Was that what it was? Uh, I think. Maybe. I or, stopped at yeah. Hellseeker. I think that was part six. Yeah, this is this is one of the ones that doesn't really even attempt to pretend to be a Hellraiser film, really. <laughs> like, it, it, it has, no. like, like, it's trying to do this, like, meta thing of, like, uh, oh, they're all in the they all played this Hellraiser video game, right? And they all like grew up playing mm-hmm. this or whatever. And it ended up being some kind of evil game, maybe, but we don't really know anything about it. I guess it's something like the ring where like you mm-hmm. play this game and then like you might die, but I don't know like what the rules are because everyone else has played this game and they turned out fine, but their friend decided to set himself on fire. And I'm like, well, if they played the game too, then why are they just like, okay, yeah, everyone else is okay, but... What are the rules? What are the rules, man? There are certain rules, okay? <laughs> Not in this movie. Not in the, uh, <laughs> rules go out Where's the window. Where's Randy when you need him, okay? Where is he? <laughs> Come on, Dimension. Throw Jamie Kennedy a bone. Sneak him in here it's into yeah. Romania. Hide him in the cargo of the <laughs> ship and just get him out to Romania to explain what is going on with this movie. It can't cost that much. Come on. I had seen this movie once before. This was your first time watch, right? It was, yeah. and, and I, it was very gentle with me, and go, it was patient. <laughs> oh, it's it was so very pa- loving. Oh my god, this last act is just like uh, we'll get to it. But it, 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 she's in that fucking attic for like half the movie. I forgot my about god. that. I was, I like, was like, is the this attic. a sequel to Flowers in the Attic? Yeah. Why is she still in the attic? Where's Louise Fletcher? It's true. What's yeah. happening? And then you get a really late game plot twist that we'll get to. That just it is just. <laughs> There are no words for this. We thought last week's or two weeks ago with I still know we last summer was, was something. This is oh. something even further. I mean, it's semi-related. There are it's there are graves involved mm-hmm. and family members of people. I do involved. like that it kind of tries to bring it back to like a family kind of thing, like the first one, mm-hmm. uh, at least yeah, for like ten minutes of. anyway. Yeah, ish, ish, ish. Yeah, it's 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 it was something else. I, I look, I didn't know what to expect because mm-hmm. I I've heard all the Hell Razor films past. I think Bloodline mm-hmm. are essentially just like spec scripts that Dimension bought that were not really supposed to be Hell Razor films, and they yeah. just took them and, and were like, let's find a way to put Pinhead in here, and mm-hmm. no one will think the wiser. They'll just be like, it's a Hell Razor movie, and. Uh, doesn't always work out that way. Yep. Although this one does, like, they do try to 
stress the pinhead part a bit more, even from the start, because there's that whole game uh, where his picture is prominently featured. It's so it, it's kind of when it first starts out is it's like is this gonna be like a stay alive type thing which came out the year after thought, this yeah and uh, oh, it, really it, it has elements of that with mm-hmm. Pinhead being sort of the what's her name lady the, the Elizabeth uh, Bathory or Bathory, whatever yes yeah. yeah you know of that but then it ends up being more of this kind of house on haunted hill like everybody gets invited to a party thing but there's like a rave going on throughout like the entire fucking movie and they all have masks which is very or is there a rave yeah I know. <laughs> is it a fake rave or a real rave we'll that is know. the question we'll did he know. get all these people a taxi and be like okay well now that the real people are here why don't y'all just like go home yeah. and uh i'll talk to y'all later you know like what what was going on there i i would like to see that little behind behind the scenes bit that is the question. I like at one point where a cop is like, what do you need this big house for anyway? And he's like, I like to party. I like to party. <laughs> Didn't you see my little uh, my little sassy earring that I have on one ear? You know yeah. what that's code for? Oh, oh I know oh. what that's code for. Like, <laughs> this is just the kid from Pet Cemetery 2 grown up, isn't it? Uh, just the uh, same guy. Basically, yeah. Look at that. He didn't get his face The through line that we created off. with this month. Yeah. <laughs> It's all about guys with earrings. I, I, <laughs> what if what if that was a theme? It's just guys with earrings month. <laughs> we could do that sometime. We could like say the theme is something and then have a secret theme that's actually within yeah. that theme. <laughs> if you were really paying attention to the subtext of all of the films we covered, yeah. you would know it's really about men with earrings. Oh, or we could do like a mystery month where like we don't tell you what the theme is until like maybe the very end. So Ooh, you have to like guess it based on the movies what, that we pick. What do these have in common? Yeah. yeah that could, oh, I, I like fun, that. <gasps> we might Ooh, that. that's a good idea. Yeah. Mystery be... month coming soon. And it, the theme has to like be so that. like obscure that you can't guess Ridiculous. it after like the second time. <laughs> <laughs> like girls with tattoos on their left arms. It's just like, what? Sluts. Okay. That was the theme we talked <laughs> yeah, about. Just sluts. <laughs> characters who have babies like it's just like it's just nothing surprise there was no theme after all we were just fucking with you guys it's we were just bored we, were we just, just bored. wanted to talk the about a bunch of random things movies that we just felt like fucking talking about <laughs> yeah. which is pretty much what this month was but with I a mean, vague, yeah. vague connection yeah they bring back doug bradley but like why not have him play the host? Like, because he... Yeah. There are moments where Lance Henriksen, like, turns into Doug Bradley, and I'm like, exactly. why not just have Doug Bradley be... Maybe he didn't yeah. have the time. Wouldn't he... it be more seamless if, if like, the face would morph into Pinhead? Yeah. You know? I think so. They did say that Lance Henriksen was apparently cast as Frank Cotton or in the first Hellraiser, and then he decided really? to turn... He turned it down to do uh, Near Dark, apparently, but... Interesting. I never heard that. This is according to Wikipedia, so you know it's got to be true. <laughs> but before we go too deep, we do have a topic of the week, probably. We'll ask the wheel, oh, but I think we do. Well, we're going to have to ask that wheel. She's She just came back in from Romania. She's very tired, okay? She's, she's had a long flight. Look, we have been all over the world this month, you know? <laughs> yeah. We were in Globe Maine. Trotters we are. <laughs> we started out in Maine, and then we went to the Bahamas, and then we went to oh. Vegas, and now we're in fucking oh Romania again after our Seed of Chucky episode. <laughs> I think our our secret theme this month is travel. It must world be. World travels. We're going everywhere. Hmm. You're going everywhere. And also, world peace. <laughs> <laughs> and harsher punishment for parole violators, Stan. <laughs> oh, is that 21. movie 20 years old yet? That it's movie is 21 right. years old, yes. 21. Oh, kill me now. Kill me now, right in the face. Oh. Also, that movie Yikes. has, like, a really low Rotten Tomato score. And I'm like, why? It's Don't a great you movie. tell me that. It, it, I it, thought it was a, bel- a beloved film. It should have won every award. It has a 41%, which is a little bit better, oh. but still. Oh, yeah. first Leprechaun 3 and now this. I don't I trust Rotten Tomatoes. I rotten know. Tomatoes is, in fact, rotten. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to know how ridiculous that is, my first movie has a 100% fresh on there, and it's not earned. It's not. So <laughs> that should tell you a lot. 
<laughs> like how you, you acknowledge it. <laughs> it is it is not a 100% film by any stretch of the imagination. Mine it's, deserves the 7%. Okay, really not like, I still know what you did last summer. It's really only like 98%. Like, I don't know how someone <laughs> could give it a 100. Like, <laughs> So take those things with a grain of salt, oh, please. Oh, totally, totally. It doesn't make any sense. It's fair. Because they always, no. they force people to give it like a, just a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And it's like, that's yeah. not really how I look at films. No. Like, I don't I, either. I'm not like, oh, this is really good or this is really bad. Like, there are a lot of movies mm-hmm. that are just in between, you know? Yeah. Like, the one we're talking about today. It's a, it yeah. makes a lot of choices and uh, a lot of them don't really work, but it has interesting things that do work. And, yeah. Yeah. But yes, we uh, let's go up to the wheel here and ask wheel, her. Wheel, how you doing, girl? I'm stroking her lovingly. Again, oh, consensually so for tired. anyone who wants to come at us. I'm, you know. She looks so tired. She oh. does. All right. Well, she's ready to go. Uh... Well, apparently the wheel had the hots for... Oh, it's going crazy again. Nope. See, there oh, it goes. Hey, wheel, stop <laughs> wheel. it right now. You stop it. Go the, back to your cubicle. Before we started recording, I was talking with the wheel, and the wheel was talking about just, just how hot Henry Cavill is in this, and period. Oh. And uh, oh. she was also, we got to talking about how, you know, a lot of horror, uh, a lot of actors started out in horror before they did other things, mm-hmm. right? That's true. So she would like us to talk about some of our favorite, favorite before they were famous horror performances, of which there oh. are many. Oh, there are legion. Legion. Legion, legion, legion. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like everybody in the burning, I mean, like Jason Alexander, oh, yes. Holly Jason Hunter, Alexander. Fisher Stevens. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're for some reason that was a big film for everybody. Yep. Um, yep. I don't think they really acknowledge it at, at all. I've never heard any of them talk about the film. They should. Uh, they really should. He was one of your crushes. So, oh, Jason, Jason Alexander. Alexander. He's so cute in that movie. He I don't is. know what it is. I'm just like, you are adorable. Yeah. He's cute. I don't know what it is. He's cute. Uh, and of Tom Hanks, of course, he knows you're alone. Oh, he knows you're alone. Yeah, that know-it-all person who doesn't even get a kill scene, but he's he's there. He doesn't. <laughs> he was supposed to, but no, they had to. They're like, he's too likable. We can't kill him. I'm like, that's he even likeable? more reason to kill him. He's kind of just annoying. Like, did you know that in well, Psycho there was this whole thing where blah 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 blah. Well, I mean, you know, if he was a proto Randy from yeah, Scream of sorts, much, I, I, much. I I I guess you know, right. um. But, yeah, I mean, he does just, it, because he's Tom Hanks, he has a certain likability. Like, that man could play a serial killer, and I'd be like, maybe he killed for some good reasons. I don't know. There's just something about him that I'm like, you seem very respectable, Tom Hanks. And sure. I'm really scared to discover that maybe one day it'll come out that, like, he's actually a serial killer or something. Yeah, it could happen. Wouldn't that be shocking? That The world would never re- recover yeah, never meet your heroes, you know. No, because they will always disappoint you, folks. Yes, we are all deeply flawed human beings. So, aren't we? Aren't we? Some all? of us more than others, but yes. Mm-hmm. Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway. <laughs> <laughs> She's in her own little world there. There is a special level of hell for <laughs> Faye Dunaway. There's hell, and then there's working with Faye Dunaway. It's been. <laughs> One is actually worse than the other, I'm sure. One of them will get you hit with a bunch of wire hangers, and it's just... Especially if you're a little homosexual boy, as mm-hmm. she likes to call them. So mm-hmm. don't come at her with a, with a salad. She'll just throw it on the ground, as I've mm-hmm. been told. Don't rain on her parade. Nope. <laughs> no. What about, uh, you know, a, a twofer here, but Renee and Matthew from uh, Texas Chainsaw, The Next Generation? You know? Yeah. Why is that movie having a resurgence and people are like, good. this movie's actually really good. I'm it's, like, it's not are good. you fucking kidding no. <laughs> me? It is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I don't it's, understand it's the love. Totally not good. Uh, but no. two future stars, though, are in it. Yeah. And Miss you know what? They're good in, in it. Yeah. But they don't have much to work with. No, they don't. Who else? Yeah, it took a little while. Uh, well, there's Brad Pitt in Cutting Class. Cutting Class, yeah. <laughs> Which not if a good you movie. Haven't seen? Don't. But, um, yeah, it's not worth it. It's but really. He's there anyway. You can skip it. Yeah. I mean, we I might mean, cover it got... someday. We say that, but you know. We'll... Oh yeah. I mean, we're gonna have to. I yeah. mean, obviously. <laughs> with an intro it's... like that, yeah. Because he really broke out with Thelma and Louise, right? Like, like that was. Oh, that first. was huge. Yeah. yeah, that was huge. And he is very attractive in that. I will say. Very attractive. Yeah. He's great in in that film, but uh, you know, it might just be the material. I think cutting class was never going to be anyone's finest moment. It's it's an experience yeah george clooney was, was in say, yeah, return, Re- return to, to horror, horror high. high yeah 
That one kind of has another a film that meta sort of... angle to it a little bit too. Yeah, it 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 thinks it's pretty smart. It, it's not, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I watched. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> I revisited that over the summer, and I was like, okay, like this has a couple good ideas, but in general, I'm like, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't really. Yeah. It's, it's got Maureen McCormick, a.k.a. Marsha Brady, who gets yes. really excited when she sees a dead body and is, like, touching herself. That's right. something. Right. She's like, that oh, these w- bodies are so bloody. Oh. That one's weird like, because it's happening? never, like, clear, like, when something is happening in the movie versus in right. real life. And it's, like, it's hard to follow. And by the end of it, yeah. you're like, is this killer even, like, really there? I assume so. But it's it's just weird. It's a weird I think that deserves a remake. I think that concept is really cool. Yeah, but I think it could stand a remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like going back to the the Woodsboro murder school, and you know, which is what he was trying to do in Scream Four with the kid anyway. But uh, whatever. Oh Uh, yeah, kinda, kinda, yeah. yeah. The whole cast of the Final Terror. Have you ever seen this movie? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, it's once again maybe not the best movie, but. I'm sensing a theme here, <laughs> but <laughs> these movies aren't good, but they star people who became yeah, famous, right. and it's got um, Joey Pants from uh, The so- Sopranos and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, Daryl Hannah, Rachel Ward, and Adrian Zemed from mm. Grease 2, and uh, it's like a really stacked cast, yeah. and it's like this sort of like wilderness action slash horror slash thriller kind of movie mm-hmm. um it's another one like hide and go shriek which i talked about yep, um last week, yeah. where everyone's kind of smart so by the end it's like half the cast is still alive and they're just like fighting against the killer and so it's interesting because you're like well on one hand you don't really see that very often but it's also kind of boring because you're like, well, if all these people are alive, like, what are the stakes? You know, you're kind of like, you kind of wish yeah. there were like less that were still alive at the end. But it's interesting. And mm-hmm. uh, and the director went on to do The Fugitive and A Perfect Murder and stuff. So mm. the pe- the pedigree's there. Yeah. Two of my ghost ladies, you know, Nicole Kidman in Dead Calm, which is fun. And uh, Naomi Call. Watts, of course, in Children of the Corn 4, right? 4. four? Yeah. The Gathering. The Gathering. Oh, well, of course, there's uh, Jennifer Connelly, who before she did yep. Labyrinth, she did Dario Argento's Phenomena slash Creepers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston, Leprechaun, of course. Oh, and Charlize, of course, from Children of the Corn 3. Charlize yeah, Theron. apparently she's in there. I, uh, somewhere. I, I need to find like a screen cap or yeah. something because she's in there. I think it's like in the last scene where like everyone's getting killed and stuff and so yeah. you can't really tell who That's she true. is. Yeah, or... she's not a really a featured performer, but she's there. Um, no. Apparently, uh, ostensibly. And then there's, there's like the obvious ones that everybody knows about, right? Like uh, Kevin Bacon, Friday the 13th. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. Johnny Depp, Nightmare on Elm Street. I, I don't, mm. Is he canceled? I can't keep track of it. Who knows? Uh, Crispin Glover, the Friday the 13th, Final Chapter, you know, Paul Rudd, Halloween mm. 6, Urban yes. Legend, Jared Leto. There's, Someone I, named Jamie Lee Curtis in some, some something called Halloween. I, I have no idea who that is. It. I, I don't know. <laughs> That's... It's a little scene film. It's a, little a little obscure there. <laughs> regional horror picture from the drive-in circuit. I've seen it done better, okay? Yeah, like in the it's offering. Reductive. Yeah, yes. <laughs> ha- have you seen a film called Offerings? Offerings. Offerings. Starring there you go, yeah. no one that ever went on to anything ever again? <laughs> I can't believe I sat through that movie because you told me it was good. And I, I, don't, I don't still know what I think of it, but it's it's a movie that exists. Did I actually tell you it well, was good? Well, you put it on our Halloween list. I so I was like, I, I must be good if you put it on our Halloween <laughs> list. And <laughs> I think I also put Night Train to Terror on that list. That so, on list. so I guess it is what it I is. I don't say they're good movies. They are flawed, but curious little curious gems good word. of filmmaking Jam is a strong word yes but yes <laughs> I admire their gumption very gumption, much yes, yes yes they had the gall my phone is going what? crazy okay okay uh, well thank you hair. for that um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the advertisement do we have ads we now we have ads now for that kind of pod yeah if we ever start having ads you can stop listening to us I mean yeah, I say we that but brought to you by Henry Cavill's jockstrap Oh, God, I wish. We should start to sell those. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a bunch just to kick off here because I want to get into the film here. You know, Leo in uh, Leo, Leo DiCaprio and Critters 3. 
I don't really, I don't really remember what he's, he does in it, but he's there. And uh, Apparently, Patricia, yeah. Patricia Arquette, Hal, Nightmare on Elm Street oh, yeah. 3, of course. Catherine mm-hmm. Heigl, Brian Chucky, Valentine. Uh, well, don't tell her that. She doesn't even know that she's She doesn't even acknowledge they exist. <laughs> <gasps> Rooney Mara, mm-hmm. everyone's favorite sleepy girl. Mm-hmm. 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 She's so sleepy. She's, she's so, so sleepy. tired all the so time. She looks sleepy. so depressed. I'm worried about her. I do. I do. Uh, Demi Moore Parasites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not the film from like two years ago. No. That was the hit of the Oscars. No. no. It's a very different Parasite. Yes. <laughs> this one was in 3D. Yes. Did it need to be? Do they ever? Who knows? Uh, uh, I don't like 3D. I'm just going to say that. It gives me a headache. Me too. Corey Feldman in Friday the 13th the fr- Part 4, yep, sort yep, of. Yep, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Halloween H2O. Oh, yeah. Starting to kick off right. there a little bit. And... Michelle Williams, Halloween H2O as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because she didn't really do any major movies until that. I mean, she, she was on she, she Dawson's few, Creek at the she time. She was on The Creek, yeah. But yeah, even that was just kicking she off in 98. A, so uh, She was a regular at The Creek. but She, she was, yeah, yeah. Amy Adams in, the, like, Psycho Beach Party, and uh, she did an episode mm-hmm. of Buffy, so I'll count that. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Final Destination 3. True, true. Um, She's doing a lot of shit these days. And, uh, Black Xmas. Black Xmas. <laughs> Which is what I mean when I say a lot of things, right? <laughs> that movie's a lot of things rolled into one. <sighs> a lot of eyeball things. A lot of eyeball yeah. gags. Lots of eyeballs. Misha Barton in The Sixth Sense. I forgot about that one until I Googled yeah, it. And I'm like, yeah, she was in that. a little vomiting ghost. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, Demon Knight. She hadn't done too much oh, before I that, Demon I don't Knight. think. So, yeah. Uh, that's most Adam yeah, Scott Hellraiser four randomly. Oh, that's yeah. I I had for, forgotten about that until yeah. I rewatched it like maybe two years ago, and I was like, oh, hello, Adam Scott. He did a bunch of like bit roles that I always forget he's in. Like, was I watching the Queer Spoke or something? He pops up in there, and he oh, like, wow. he just randomly pops up, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, uh, that's a good little list. Uh, Chloe Chloe Grace Moritz, Amityville Horror. She did a lot of kid every roles like that. Yeah, horror remake ever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that her shtick like that's all she does she's like i will i will work but only if it's a horror remake i will only that's work in this I genre if it's a remake yeah. okay because like they're all remakes what yeah. is that she's like the horror remake queen that's her gimmick yeah it's true it's true uh okay well that's most of them you know uh, oh yeah. um J- jennifer jason lee in mm-hmm. eyes of a stranger that's that's a fun one yes how long before the hitcher was that a couple years oh f- quite a few that that was like 81 and then fast times at ridgemont high was the next year okay and then yeah. the hitcher was 86 right yeah that sounds right yep mm-hmm. yeah okay so, so she'd couple, already been there. doing some stuff yeah. she she was the big star in the hitcher you know she was yeah. already done a lot oh okay well that's that's a good little list as yeah. always i'm sure there are a million more we didn't get to so feel free to let us know your favorites okay yeah. Hellraiser. Hellworld. The website. You opened it. We came. It's true. There was this weird little internet horror boom in the early 2000s with like this and The Ring kind of, at least with technology and Fear.com and Halloween Resurrection, which this kind of has a little bit of that vibe too with them being invited to a house. Um, They don't Mm -hmm. have cameras on though, so there's that. They don't. yeah, this is the, we're in the year 2005. Of course, a, a great year for horror, I guess. Actually, there actually was some decent stuff this year, but... Um, what happened in 2005? Oh, well, this gave us, like, The Descent, which... Oh, well... Although, yeah, I think okay. that might have been released in 2004 in the UK. I don't remember, but it was... Oh, yeah, yeah. It took uh, a little while to come, yeah, come here because they had to change the ending. They had to cut, cut it out for some Yeah, because Americans couldn't handle that or something. Like, what? Yeah, I was like, what? That is the dumbest way to end that movie. It is. Oh well, and uh, House I'm of Wax. still bitter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, House, House of Wax. Of Wax. So yes. And, okay. And the skeleton, the skeleton key, and oh my god, this was a good year. And Red Eye, so which is more of a thriller, oh. but I'll count it. Yeah. Ooh. So there was some pretty good stuff, but then we also got like The Ring Two and The Fog remake. Oh. So yeah. oh Christ, so, yeah. Whatever. Those were pretty low lows there. Yeah, pretty bleak there. Um, Oof. Uh, and then some honorable mentions like Amityville Horror, kind of fun, and um, oh, yeah, that one bad. Exorcism of Emily Rose, and oh, that's a good one. 
I, I, I'm not a big exorcism movie in general person, but uh, I'm not either because like once one. you've seen the exorcist, it's like, it's, you can't do it, it kind of peaked, better than you know? that. Yeah. yeah. There's no way to do it because it's like, is your exorcism film going to have a kid who stabs herself in the cooch with, with a cross? No. Yeah. Well, then I'm out. You they know? all it's use like, like the same bits, you know, it's like, yeah. if you're going to do it, find some like crazy way to do it. Like yeah. wreck, you know, record, you know, exactly. The, and the, the devil's rejects also came out that year. So there's that too. Wow. Uh, so it's a banner decent, year some decent stuff yeah i think 2006 was like the really terrible year i think that was the one okay i, I forgot what I we covered i think it was that. black christmas or something but yeah that that oh. was the year that we're just like <laughs> nothing good basically maybe like one or two okay things uh, that might yeah. be why i was so excited for that when it came out at the end of the year because i was like please redeem it redeem, redeem the year let it be okay mm-hmm. yeah let it be fine and it didn't work out that way it did not it did not <laughs> this film this this classic work of art that we're talking about today, directed by Rick Bota or Bata, I don't know. I'm gonna say Bota. And, I think it's uh, Rick Bota, yeah. Bota, 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 Bota. Yeah, I and, I, th- I think uh, he's mostly known as a a cinematographer. He is, and he did yes. some noteworthy stuff here because he mm-hmm. was the cinematographer for uh, Demon Knight and House on Haunted Hill, which this movie has a mm-hmm. lot of those vibes. So I can see that it does, and Valentine yes. apparently. So uh huh, that's right. Uh, he also directed Hellseeker and Debtor in the franchise, so he's a Mm-hmm. big franchise director here with these veteran movies. veteran yes uh it was written by carl v dupre who also wrote hellseeker and detroit rock city randomly uh in the late Whoa. 90s yeah wow range uh, and like you said this is one of those films that they took a short story and they just inserted some <laughs> hellraiser stuff because the short story was written by joel sosson who has written like uh, Dracula 2000 and uh, uh, a couple children in the corn movies and a bunch of other random sequels for things. Yeah. It seems like he was like dimensions other Kevin Williamson, except like in the <laughs> yeah. direct to video market. <laughs> He was like the direct-to-video Kevin direct Williamson. Direct-to-video Kevin Williamson. <laughs> because you see that name on like a lot of these movies. You do. Like, so I'm c- convinced in one closet they had Kevin Williamson and next door in the other was Joel. And they were just working at the same time. I don't know. They didn't get to pee or eat. Just they just working all day. Stuff. But like that fucking, that cracks me up. I don't know. <sighs> the direct-to-video Kevin Williamson. I <laughs> All I right. mean, no, no offense to Joel. A, 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 a nice work if you can get it, as yeah. they say. You and know, you can get it. <laughs> oh, it's it. Listen, he made a name for himself. He did. He did. He brought yeah. in literally fives of tens of dollars here. And uh, you bet he did. Mm-hmm. Putting those on the blockbuster shelves yep. every month. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Uh, what else? We already talked about the fact that, you know, they made these two films because there was some weird contractual stipulation. They had to film in Romania and they got tax break. So they did that. Uh, let's see. We talked about that. We talked about that. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah. We talked about Henry Cavill, of course, being here. Um, hey, Henry. Hey, Henry. He, he, I, <laughs> I might find him more attractive in this than like now, I do actually, too. which is weird. I- I was just marveling at his skin. I was like, yeah. he has the most perfect skin. It's like glowing. Yeah. In every shot. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he, dear God. He like almost gets a sex scene, but then they kill him. So it's sad. Yeah. Before we get to see anything. So that's sad. But he does. Well, he does yeah. get. He does have that one scene, though. Uh, There's which, a BJ scene. Yeah. Which y'all, if you've seen the previews that we made for this month, that Chris made for this month, you will see. Uh, Listen. Feature. <laughs> I only picked the best bits. Okay. So. <laughs> Yeah, like like most films we cover this month, this one was pretty reviled by critics. But uh, you know, it only has like six reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, and it has a seventeen percent tomato score, which I believe so did. I still know either the summer, so or one. I thought that had like a seven or something. Yeah, maybe it was seven. So this is this has a higher score. Than this that. has a high. See, I told you, y'all li- don't listen to Rotten Tomatoes. Okay? Yeah, it, it, it will lie to you. <laughs> I think the issue that most people have with this one, it's the same thing they have with all the later films, is that they don't necessarily feel like Hellraiser movies. They're, no. They're pretty much just doing their own thing. Uh, yeah. Which I think if you go in with that outlook, you will have more fun with these type of movies. If you don't, mm-hmm. if you're like, I want this to be a good Hellraiser movie, you're going to be disappointed because it's not yeah. really, it's barely a Hellraiser movie, you know? it's you know. Yeah, we haven't had a good Hellraiser movie in about 30 years, so. No, they I would mean, have to, it's... we'll see. They're, I mean, they're doing that TV series. Maybe that'll be interesting, but yeah. It's got like kind of a late 
90s, early 2000s, like, teen horror vibe at times because it has all these, like, meta references to, like, mm-hmm. their, they've seen these movies and they played the, or at least they played the game. I don't know if the movies exist in mm-hmm. this universe, but the, the video game does. So, like, they're it aware of. It seems like it. I don't yeah. It seems like the films exist, and then, like, this game is based on the films or something. Yeah, that sounds about right, because they're aware of, like, Pinhead and the Lamont configuration, and uh, yeah. it's, they're really nerdy about it, too. Like, they're constantly, like, correcting each other, like, oh, no, that was actually yeah. the Lamont configuration. How did you not know that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, calm down, nerds. I would not be friends with these people. They're a little insufferable. Either. I just don't like them. They're a little and- snooty. They don't really seem like the type to be like like they're too pretty to be playing. No, these <laughs> like Henry Cavill is gonna spend his whole nights on a computer being like, yeah. "Oh, I just unlocked the lament configuration. Oh, <laughs> I get true. an invite to the super cool party where you have to print out your invitation." Yeah, like no, he's gonna go get blown in a bar some somewhere. This is mm-hmm. not how people like that spend their time. Yeah. Or it's maybe true. we're just being stereotypical and we uh, should be maybe. shamed. You know, we should be canceled for being so should. silly about this. <laughs> yeah. Gamers can be anyone. We're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag hot gamers exist. <laughs> hot gamers. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> In horror movies, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> as as evidenced awful. by this and stay alive, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that was another reason that a lot of people shit on this film because they thought it was going to be like a video game horror film and it kind of is mm-hmm. like the setup is but it's it's sort of i i really think it's more of like a house on haunted hills type thing at least until you find out the the twist at the end because they get they all get this invitation oh, yeah. to this house and mm-hmm. uh they don't know what's going on here and then they start dying no. off one by one and it's like is it ghosts and uh pinheads involved somehow and you're like what the fuck's going on and it's and there's yeah. like a nun who shows up and they're like oh yeah. this might be haunted by this nun and at one right. point like she has sex with one of the guys, and then yeah. she disappears, and we never see her again, <laughs> ever. She, it is like this whole plot point, they go as far as to even show you a picture hang, hanging up, and they're mm-hmm. like, this is Sister Mary Clarence or whatever, and yeah. and she it's not actually Sister Henry Mary Cavill Clarence. Has that some would like be little, amazing. Henry Cavill has some little nun song that he sings while they're pointing yeah. to it. He's like, nun, 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 nun. I'm like, okay. Something like, nun is your pussy or something. I'm, yeah, something yeah, holy pussy. pussy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, holy I'm holy like, pussy. oh. I'm like, how fun, Henry. <laughs> and this picture, though, it, it looks like it made it made it made me laugh because it looks like one of those like J.C. Penny family portraits where it's mm-hmm. all like gauzy and like she's like looking out in into the d- distance. It, d- I'm like, where'd they take this picture? <laughs> it's true. And like ostensibly, this house was kind of a murder house type thing where it has this yeah. long history of like, there used to be an asylum here at one point And then there was mm-hmm. a convent here, but you don't, again, you don't know how much of this actually happened because there's a twist at the end that throws some of that That's into, true. you know, uh, yeah, there's a lot of reality things with this movie where you, you don't really know what to trust. And uh, maybe that's partly why the tone gets weird at times too. It's just like, mm-hmm. Like, at times, I'm like, oh, this is kind of like a campy late 90s horror movie. And they're, like, making all these, like, jokes and meta references and everything. And then it kind of gets really dreamlike and serious. And Mm -hmm. it just, it's a little over the place with that. In the last half, like, I feel like I had more fun with this the last time, honestly, than I did this time. But I still still had some fun with it. But the the last half, I think there's a lot of weird pacing, tonal shift things. Uh, Definitely. I can see where if you already knew the twist, Mm -hmm. the last half would be, like, just insufferable. Because... At some point, there's kind of stops being any real stakes, and it's yeah. it's around mm-hmm. the point where the lead female, uh, I believe her name is uh, Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. She locks herself in the attic, and she stays in there for like most of the last Forever. act of the film. Ever, yeah. And she calls her friend and is like, "Yeah, I'm just staying up here in the attic. No big deal. It's fine." And like, no yeah. one tries to break in. Like, it's just <laughs> she's just like chilling out in the attic. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. Yeah, I don't know if we need to do a, like, super play-by-play with this. But, yeah, it's, like, this. it's pretty much just this group of friends has been mysteriously invited mm-hmm. to this house. And there's, like, this rave going on when they get there. And they don't – nobody really seems to know what's going on. But they decide mm-hmm. to mostly have a good time until, yeah. like, you know, one by one they start being picked off in, like, pretty bizarre ways. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it, it's one of those movies where things just kind of happen. Like, yeah. someone will, like, just be – 
led off into a corridor somewhere and like go into a strange room and then they'll be killed and and then yeah. it'll just cut to someone else who's still enjoying the party and they'll talk for a second and then they'll be let off into another room where they're where where they're killed and it's 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 one of those kinds of movies they like don't expect anything particularly deep and no um but the thing is is that this film opens with this guy and he's he's got all these like cuts on his back and he's digging in a basement for some reason we don't know why we have no idea why Right. And it just kind of it doesn't really tell us much. It's just this guy di- digging and then it's like Hellraiser, Hellworld. And you're like, that's the worst intro of all time. Well, okay, and it has like, this, the most melodramatic this? like funeral sequence I've ever seen on film. Oh, dear where God. It's, just like, dear it's like a, God. a MIDI track with like this vocal <laughs> goth thing going on in the background. It, I don't really know. Going... Well, the thing is, these people are ostensibly they're friends i you could have fooled me yes but um they are feeling really guilty about their friend who's in the coffin because apparently they were playing this game and he took it too seriously and he like killed himself or something so they feel really guilty and chelsea goes up to the to the coffin and she looks in and we can kind of see that this guy now looks a bit like a raisin Mm -hmm. um i guess he's been burnt and uh and then there's like a little scare where like the corpse grabs her, and of course it's, it's just it's just a fake out, you know. It just doesn't live up to like killer party, you know, where it, she gets it doesn't. dragged into that. <laughs> that it like does the best not. Scene in the movie. <laughs> because how can one live up to killer party? No, I mean, that type of that trope peaked with killer party, so it did. Yeah, it really, it really did. I mean, that film. Look, let's just talk about killer party. <laughs> killer so party. Good. Let's so just good. talk. About... <laughs> this film is no killer party. Okay, there's no Vivia. There's nothing. There's no music videos. It takes it, it does take place at a party. That's about the the main thing. But again, this it's party's like the, no killer. It's a rave, which was also a thing in the 2000s. Like everything had to be uh, at a fucking raves. rave. What was I, I just watched the other day? So uh, cool. Blah, blah blah blah. The Eliza Dushku movie. Uh, Soul Survivors. Soul Survivors. Yeah, that yeah. whole movie is just like uh, Carnival of Souls at a rave. When I'm like Carnival of Souls at a rave. That's how they that is wrote the that on the title. That's the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this was a thing, but it was just like the turn of the century. Everything had to be like a Even, fucking uh, rave. Freddy versus Jason had like the like the cornfield rave. Yeah, it did. Like, was it did. this? A, I have never been to a rave. I don't yeah. really want to go to a rave. Mm-hmm. Are they still a thing? Do people still have raves? I don't know. With the glow sticks and everything, I don't know. Yeah, in like old like dilapidated cathedrals and shit. Mm-hmm. Isn't that where you have a rave? Like some weird place like that. You would think so. Yeah. Like. I don't know. And this this one is very goth, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, like I would expect to see Danielle from uh, Urban Legend here, but I do not. Oh yeah, but yeah. So this is some funky rave, and yeah. funky they can rave. only get their invite because mm-hmm. they unlocked this lament configuration on a a website. And yeah. if you unlock it, apparently you can print out this invitation and you get in. And they were all fortunate enough to be able to crack this code and get the invite. Right. And they have this other friend, Jake, who has mm-hmm. left the circle because he was really depressed that Adam, that the, the kid who died playing yeah. this game. So he decides he's going to go off on his own and do his own thing. But somehow they all end up at this party because he still yeah. figures it out. Anyway, he decides to come. He shows he was, up. He was chatting with some girl online and he, he wanted to meet her or something. So he ends up there as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, somehow him and Chelsea go off on their own little adventures for like the they whole do. movie. And it's just like they become invisible at one point or something because nobody can see them. That's fun. Yeah. I yeah. was like, so at that point I was like, is this going to be something like where it turns out they're they they're they're all dead and they've just and like this rave is just like hell right carnival like souls purgatory. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah carnival souls at a rave at a it's rave not soul survivors yeah. <laughs> the other one <laughs> it's a remake of soul survivors yeah of soul survivors. <laughs> like four years later um yeah. but th- th- thankfully they they don't quite go down that road yeah thankfully yeah. but once they get there this, this place is packed i mean it is a packed rave and a lot of these people have on these masks and it, it seems like you're required to wear a mask, but a lot, a lot of them don't. So it's basically just like the U S in 2020. Right. It's, a, it's, it's like, a COVID you should party, wear the right? mask, yeah. but yeah, it's just mm-hmm. a COVID party where you should wear a mask, but most don't. Um, and they meet this guy 
who I guess is the head of the party, who owns mm-hmm. the house. He has mm-hmm. no name, yeah. but he shows up and he's played by Lance Hendrickson. And so you're yep. like, uh-oh, he looks kind of sketchy. He's mm-hmm. going to mean trouble. Yep. And he's yep, yep. like, hey, welcome to this party. Let me see your invites. And they're like, here, the, here they are. And he's like, come on in. You're newbies, right? Have, have some of this drink. And so he hands everybody a drink except for Chelsea and Jake, I think, right? Yep, Jake. Yep. And so they all drink this drink and eventually like he shows them into this sort of basement area where he has like all these it's like a lab with all these like babies and jars and stuff i think it's stuff left over from the theatrical cut of halloween six it's like all these weird like (laughs) babies and and shit and at some point he he grabs her he makes a lot of references to like the the franchise in general of like like yeah, the Lamont. Yeah. He made the and he oh apparently this house was built by the, the Lamont family or whatever too and mm-hmm. but I don't know how because it's in like the United States and he was like, yeah in, like do they travel do, like, but anyway did they get on a boat and just come yeah. down to build a house yeah for a rave at some point right, no, I don't think right. they did I think you're lying Lance Hendrickson yes. and you want to know why because you have a stupid one earring in your ear and it bothers me. Yeah. Do people still do that? Is that still a thing? Even in 2005. In 2005, I think that was still. that was that was on the outs. Yeah. It it needed to be gone sooner. Yeah. Um and he grabs Chelsea at some point and like sticks this pin in her arm and she's yeah. like, "Oh, now I feel woozy and weird." And then like he turns into Pinhead for a second and she's like, "Wait a second, what?" And then like her friends are like, what's wrong with you? And she's like, he just like, he stabbed me with this pen. And they're like, no, he didn't. And it's really weird. And, um, so then like everyone starts to get like, they start to have these weird visions. And eventually we, we learn that it was all due to these drugs that he gave them at some point. Yes. Because there was drugs in the booze, and then there's drugs in the thing he poked her with, and then at some point he pokes, uh, I think his name's Jake, uh, Jake, with the the box. There's Mm -hmm. this, like, little pin that comes out of the box and, like, stabs him. Yeah. So, like, everyone's been injected with this weird, like, drug, and then things just get very bizarre very quickly. It does. I guess we can briefly talk about, like, the death scenes. I mean, there's Allison, who... Allison. She gets, like... Kind of like a Saul movie. Yeah, a very like Saul, Saul yeah. moment there. And he's kind of a Jigsaw character in this, too. Like, sort, know, of, sort of, yeah. yeah. Except he doesn't really give him a chance, I guess. So. Uh, no, he's just like, well, you're attached to this device now. Uh, so you're I dead. guess you're going to die. Bye. You're yeah. <laughs> so she gets... And there's there's blood flying everywhere. It's a pretty bloody movie, yeah. I'll say. It's and, pretty uh, gross, yeah. It's, it's really dark blood, too, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. uh, uh, Derek, who is also very hot. Uh, he's He's mm-hmm. been in, like, a lot of TV stuff. I've seen him in other things before. Um he, what happens? He gets De- decapitated. Decapitated, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like in slow mo too. And then like, yeah, it his head lands in like a a big pool of, of bl- blood, and it just goes right in slow mo. We also established that he has breathing problems, and he has an inhaler, which comes up again later. He goes looking for this fucking inhaler for about yeah. fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's true. And yeah. somehow it lands in the basement with all the weird babies in the jars <laughs> and he gets all the way down here at some point it goes it it falls through the cracks of an air vent and this yes. air air vent the cracks don't look big enough for an inhaler to fall th- through nope. and i'm like no. and we never actually see a shot of the in- inhaler fall through the cracks and, and i'm mm-hmm. like did y'all not plan that completely like does it i make mean a lot of sense it's hard to question any of the logic in this movie because it's, yeah. you know, when you know the twist. Once you know the and, twist, yeah. Yeah, but still, it's, yeah. It, it, at the time, I was like, okay, time, yes, this yes. is some sketchy shenanigans y'all it's are true. Pull, it's true. pulling with, with me. It's true. And, and Mike, so he ends up yeah. there and gets killed. Yeah, yeah. And Yes, yes, yes. And, and yeah, Mike, Mike is uh, gets Henry. A, yes, gets a nice little uh, blowjob there. and uh, He does by a lady in a mask. And they make you think she's going to, like, bite off his dick, but it never happens. Mm-hmm. Well, because the face on the mask, as he's getting blown, like, turns into this, like, CGI, like, angry mouth with, like, razors. It does, it's like, yeah. And yeah. he's like, whoa, what's that? And then mm-hmm. it's just, like, nothing. And, like, this is all happening, like, right in the middle of this party, too. Because there's, like, mm-hmm. an orgy going on in, in a couple of the rooms, too. Which is yeah. There's weird. just, it's basically, like, a swingers party. Mm-hmm. It's, like, eyes wide shut-ish. It is. It is. All the masks and stuff yeah and um 
and yeah, Mike is lured away into the hallways of the house where he is, um, where he has some sex, almost but, kind of. By the way, I'm sure Stanley Kubrick would appreciate your comparison uh, <laughs> between his film and well, Hellraiser. <laughs> you know what? He ruined Shelley Duvall. He can suck my dick. Okay, <laughs> there, this is true. Fuck this you, is true. Stanley. Fuck this you. Is true. Fuck you. Yes. yes. Rest um, in. Rest in. I don't know. Rest in purgatory or purgatory, wherever, there you you are. Are. wherever you are. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and um, so yeah, he's lured off into the basement with mm-hmm. this girl, and and they're kind of mm-hmm. like ma- making out and stuff. She's showing boobs. He's not showing much of any anything, which I do not appreciate, Henry. Nope. I think this should be a tit for tat situation. Take it off. Take it off, um, Mardi Gras. And Woo! right as it's about to get good, she opens up a door and like shoves him in, and he's all like, "Oh, fun!" And then she shuts shuts the door b- b- behind him, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh." Well, where'd you go? <laughs> he he gets a pretty badass death though. I like this. It's pretty like, ridiculous. This little like the hook thing that just kind of comes There's out of nowhere. There's this huge and... ass hook like that scene yeah. in uh, Ghost Ship where the yep. the cabaret lady gets it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing where this hook like flies out and impales him in the back and lifts him up and he he's screams his head off too. He's got a, he's got a good little a scream screamer. there. For, yeah, it's a good mm-hmm. scream. Yeah, yeah, it's a good scream. And uh, and yes, yeah, so Mike is killed brutally. Mm-hmm. and Pinhead shows back up for 0.5 seconds, and it's like, ha-ha, hello, sir, you're dying. I'm going to go cash my paycheck. And so, then... So two people remaining, right? Next? We got Oh, Jake. God, yeah. Jake, Jake and is Chelsea. just like... At one point, Jake is seeing, like, dead bodies hanging from the rafters, and it's very, yeah, like, it's like, the very sixth sense. Dream Warriors yeah, kind Dream of Warriors. Yeah, Dream Warriors. Yeah. And, uh, he, like, you said earlier, I think he, 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 like, fucks some none or something like somebody shows yeah, up and he just nun, randomly has sex with her like brings him to this room and they have sex and yeah. then he wakes up and she's gone and we never see her again she's just gone she's yeah yeah none out she is out and none. uh meanwhile chelsea has been then, in this fucking <laughs> attic for like well chelsea ever. at some point gets locked in a room and she calls the police and she's like yeah. can you come here to this address because like there's a party going on and i'm locked in or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they finally show up and she sees them from the window and she's like banging like i'm up here and they call her back and they're like yeah we don't see you and she's like i'm in the fucking window what's wrong yeah. with you and lance henderson comes out and he's like i don't know what's happening maybe it's just some girl on drugs i don't know it's crazy man like I'm just here to party, and they're and like, the cops okay, are like, okay, night. all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they just <laughs> Thanks, like leave <laughs> again. And then, at some point, like she gets out of the house before she's in the attic, and she thinks that she sees one of her friends or something in the woods, and then it turns out to be like Pinhead or something or mm. Lance H- Henderson, and there's kind of like a chase, and then she goes back in the house and finds mm-hmm. Jake, and then she's she's like chased by the corpses of her dead friends and they chase her up to the attic and then she just like stays in there for like the last act of the movie. Yeah. And just calls Jake and is like, so by the way, I'm, I'm in the attic. If you want to like hang out, you know, like just, if you want to order a pizza and bring, bring it up or something. Yeah. (laughs) There's no urgency at all. Like at about like an hour and Five minutes in, it just stops having it any does. stakes whatsoever. <laughs> it, like, yeah, once the other people are dead and it, there's like yeah. the two of them left, it's like, okay, now what? Yeah, like and the then, Cenobites or whatever just don't really seem to care much. They're like, oh, we'll get no, them at some point. Who, who, these who are cares, the most blasé you know? Cenobites. In, yeah. like, and they have been pretty, pretty blasé before, but in this one, they're just like, yeah. okay, you know, whatever. I'm just like, we got bigger flesh to skin. You know, yeah. they're like. But, you know, and there is a, twi- a twist, right? We- everyone's cleared out of this party. Like, yeah. and we've never really seen them leave. Like, they just, at one point we cut back to the par- party and, like, everybody's gone. So you're like, yeah. what's going on here? And, yeah, this is where we find out the twist that mm-hmm. they have all been buried in these graves on the site by Lance mm-hmm. Hendrickson. Because Lance Hendrickson is actually the father of... Of uh, Adam, um, I believe Adam, the dead dude. Yes. So to quote yeah. Scream Two or paraphrase, Adam's father. <laughs> <laughs> nice twist, huh? Didn't see it coming, did you? Didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very elaborate uh, situation here. I can I can say that uh, because he could have just again killed them, but no, he decides yeah. to drug them, put them in a box, let them essentially yeah 
He implies he's, that their deaths were he not. He in- a party, hires yeah. extras. I mean, really, he, he went all out. And he makes some comment that's like, oh, their deaths were like an unfortunate thing. And I'm like, but didn't you intended for them to die. So I don't because yeah. why else would you bury them alive if you didn't want them to die? And he and gives them give cell them this, phones? Like poison. Yeah, I don't get the cell phone thing. I don't either. Like everybody gets a Nokia and I'm, I, it's weird because it, it doesn't seem like it. Because if they're stuck in like a box, like how are they going to, you know, move to get the phone and punch in the numbers and all that stuff? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. They could have just left out the cell phones. I feel yeah. like that that was like a dimension note. Like, we got to bring the technology in, man. The kids love yeah. technology. They all have the Nokias. And uh-huh. it just doesn't make sense. It's true. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, that that's a weird plot point. But, yeah. But, it, it, yeah, it, yeah, they've all been underground. And they've mm-hmm. all died of, like, fright, basically. Almost all of um, them. Yeah, the, the four. Yeah. The three or four of the other friends. Yeah. And then uh, at some point like that chelsea's in her grave and someone tries to break in but it's daylight and it's someone coming in to like save her yeah after everything that's happened and she's hallucinating being buried but then she's actually being saved which is Mm -hmm. just crazy sauce uh and then she finds out jake survived too yeah he's on like a gurney and she's like oh jake oh jake yeah um, yeah. And then it cuts to Lance Hendrickson, and he has wait, he has there's left. more. Yeah, he has left. He has left the building, and he yes. is in a hotel room, and he's mm-hmm. like, you know, I did what I had to do. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, here come the Cenobites, and they're like, hey, dude, uh, it's time for you to die. And he's like, wait a second, no, yeah. I'm not gonna die. And they're like, oh yes, you are. And then they slice him in like three pieces, and yes. then he just he he dies. And the police come in and they find him and they're like, oh, boy, that's so gross because there's just blood on the walls everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, Chelsea and Jake are driving and they think they see Lance Hendrickson in the car, like in the back seat for some reason. And they're yeah. like, oh, that's scary. Yeah, that's never explained. It's just kind of like, yeah, they, I'm like, what is yeah. that his ghost? Yeah. Is, I don't is know. he now like yeah. a Cenobite? What is this? Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. do we need that? Is it necessary? I think not yeah you can it's it's very easy to take this script and be like okay i can see if i just would have take took out this cinnabite here and this little bit at the end like it's very mm-hmm. easily not a hellraiser movie anymore Definitely. at all yeah. um so you can see like what the actual script was for the most part and up until the like stupid ass reveal like i mean there, i have fun with parts of it i mean I, i'm always here for like a house on haunted hill setup where people like being invited to a creepy house and very Agatha Christie-esque um, totally. people being offed one by one. And I like the, I, I don't even mind like the fact that it's like a video game thing. And like, I like that it's very, has that kind of meta thing of like, oh yeah, we're nerds because we knew this about this. Did you know this? Did you know this? The the, the biggest flaws are just the, the, the pacing gets so weird, mm-hmm. especially in like the second half of the movie. And the, yeah. the, the, the twist just does not really work at all. Cause like, I, no. why do they have these cell phones in the, ca- why, why is he putting him in caskets yeah. to begin with? It's just, it's very convoluted. I get it. It's better than I expected. I had, mm-hmm. I had been told that basically everything past Inferno was just like, don't even bother. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm thinking about maybe continuing the, f- the franchise at, at this point. It took me almost 20 years to see one again. So, yeah, maybe I'll give it a shot. I think we've seen about the same ones. I haven't seen the other one that came out this year or anything after that. So, yeah, I didn't see Deader or... Deader, yeah. um, uh, whichever ones came after this one, I don't know. Yeah, there's like one called track. like Judgment or something. Wasn't know. that one like pseudo remake or something? I, I don't something like that, I or it remember. doesn't have Doug Bradley. Doesn't have there's Doug one Brad, that yeah. doesn't have him that everyone was, really seems to hate. Apparently, according to Wikipedia, this is the final film with Doug Bradley in it. This Hell World. Oh, what was, a way to go out, Christ! I know <laughs> he's like barely in it. It's like yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna call this one a pieces movie for me. It's it's just it's yeah, not a particularly good movie. But yeah. I like little bits and pieces of it, so there we go. I like um, looking at Henry Cavill. I, mean, I do. Good. I always like looking yeah. at Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Um, I just can't get over it. Like even scenes in like the dark, his skin is glowing. I'm like, yeah. is there a, sp- a special light they have on it? What is this about? Is he a Twilight vampire? Is that what's he going on? He might be. Here? He might just be. 
I like, there's some little bit of dialogue where, like, someone in the film is like, uh, there's a major difference between space voyagers and hell seekers, okay? Yes! Yes! <laughs> and it's it the me. girl, I think it's Allison, right, who kind of goes back and forth from, like, is yeah. she British or is she American? Like, is right. she trying to be British or trying yeah. to be American? It's, the accents in this film are an enigma, it, let me tell you. It is. It, it it just, that little bit cracks me up because it's like, I know, I mean, there's a lot of people like that in real life, right? You know, yeah. it's like, they're like, oh, well, this little thing is better than this and you don't know anything about this. This Marvel movie is better than this DC movie, okay? It's the best because I say so, all right? I'm like, I want Allison to die. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and thankfully she is killed off first. I'm like, oh, she thank is. God. <laughs> Allison, yeah. But in the meantime, do we have a couple Overlook gems? Yes. I'm going to recommend The Eyes of Laura Mars. Mm-hmm. I talk about the uh, the soundtrack a lot because it's a great soundtrack, but the film itself is really great, too. It's a story by John Car- Car- Carpenter, actually. It is. Um, and uh, he helped write the screenplay, but I believe it was rewritten a lot, so I don't even think he has screenplay credit on this anymore. But, uh, I'm looking um, at Wikipedia. He, it's like him and David Zalog Goodman or whatever, but yeah. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, I've never read his original screenplay. I'm sure it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's it's about this sort of high fashion photographer played by the one, the only, Faye Dunaway, <laughs> who <laughs> takes these really risque, erotic, yet violent photographs. Mm-hmm. And someone doesn't like that she's taking these kinds of pictures because they're killing her models one by one. And she has this weird psychic link where whenever there's a killing she can see it she's kind of like jamie from halloween five yeah um and she has to get down to the bottom of it with this police detective played by tommy lee jones and Mm. there's disco there's blood there's camp it's just it's fun for all ages yeah what more could you ask for that's i know disco blood and camp that's literally all i need in life i know (laughs) it's like a one-stop shop of of a of a movie it's got a nice like twist ending too in there. If mm-hmm. I remember, yeah. Yeah. yes, it yeah. yes it does. She's yeah. like a prisoner. What do I want to do? I'll do uh, Coronico from 1968. Um, oh, this is a obscure. Uh, yeah uh, Japanese, um, as you might guess by the name. <laughs> the tagline: oh. uh, Beware the haunted women who lurk in the bamboo forest as black cats craving the blood of samurai. Uh, it's that sounds hot. <laughs> that sounds really hot. <laughs> It's like an adaptation of a super supernatural folktale um, from Japan, and uh, it, it feels like that. It doesn't have like much of a cohesive storyline. I guess it does, but it's it speaks more in like imagery and uh, just really striking um, imagery. It's like I- images. I can't think of another word mm-hmm. for images, so I'll just keep saying images. And uh, so, okay, it takes place in the Sengoku period. I don't know when that is. Uh, I'd have to look it up. But a woman and her daughter are raped and murdered by soldiers during the time of the civil war that's going on. Afterwards, a series of samurai returning from the war through the area are found mysteriously dead with their throats torn out. So the governor calls in a wild and fierce young hero to quell what is evidently a ghost. Uh, He encounters two beautiful women in this area and uh, there develops this sort of well, just discover some interesting things. I don't want to tell you too much, but mm. uh, it, it's definitely a lot of about like um, shared trauma, like passed on through generations, and uh, there's a little bit of a romance angle here as well. And it's just it's just really interesting. It's it's hard to talk about the story because again, it's it's very I don't know obscure kind of in that regard. Mm-hmm. But um, and I'm those are very hit or miss movies for me, for me because I'm a very script first person i think i I tend to really have issues with films that have really bad scripts although not always uh and uh this one i was just really kind of drawn in by the imagery of it and it's really um yeah engrossing so we're checking out it's seductive Mm. there you go that's a good word it's hypnotic and uh, sexy non-stop scary (laughs) hip (laughs) if this was the dimension marketing department that's what it would be yes if they ever remake this movie the coronico for 2021 (laughs) uh, the blumhouse version it's gonna be hip and uh non-stop scary smart non-stop scary so check out those movies um yeah like we said we got one more film left for this month and uh then we're on to bigger and better things or at least bigger things i don't know different things <laughs> i don't know where the fuck we're going after this. i have I no idea know. we actually haven't decided we're going to do because we might have mentioned it's our one year anniversary next month yeah, so we're, we're trying we to, to think do. of something fun to do but yeah in the meantime you can always uh follow us on facebook and 
Twitter at H-O-H-H Podcast, and we're on Instagram at Homos on Haunted Hill. If you want to know what we're covering next month, you have to follow us. And uh, we are on Letterboxd. Uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. That'd be nice, but please be kind. Anything else, you can find us on Patreon. We're gonna have a shout-out! <laughs> it was nice of Oprah to, to visit. Stay, yes, <laughs> She's very busy with the, the <laughs> Harry Meghan drama. Oh, but that she fiasco. decided to come in. She was like, this is more important. Uh, shout-out to Paul Jordan, who is one of our Cult of Isaac members. Paul so, Jordan! Thanks a lot, Paul! And uh, especially being part of our Cult of Isaac, our exclusive yes. club that we have that meets up on Haunted Hill. Have you gotten your complimentary Kool-Aid yet? Mm-hmm. And your drugs. Yes. I don't know what we, drugs, but... I don't know. Whatever Lance Hendrickson put into those drinks. Because that's some He's trippy next, shit. It is. He's coming next weekend. We got him on a uh, break from filming whatever sequel he's doing right now. Yeah. Uh... Anything else? That's about it. I think oh, I can't think of anything else. Like you were being possessed. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Do I need to call an exorcist in here? I just had a mini stroke. It's fine. I'm I'm Easy, fine. Easy, Emily Rose. Yeah. Let's calm down. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks y'all for listening to this hot mess of yeah. hell-seeking adventure we have going on here. Thank you for being hell seekers. Thank you for being a hell seeker. Hell seeker. Do, 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 do. <laughs> do, do. Shady Pines, Ma. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay.